all the good stuff happens when after you press record. Yeah. You're like super far away though. That's okay. That way our audio's not like, you know, bouncing. Filtering into the other microphone. Okay. Just remember your intro and everything. I usually just use the uh I was Same gonna one. just use the audio. That's fine. I mean I try to introduce it and just say like everything but i use the same intro and outro okay that i've recorded but i'll do that hi everyone this is angelica from somewhere behind the mic today i have my professor tim jacobson um here here recording an episode with me i'm not sure what i'm going to talk about yet but we will figure it out how are you doing today though professor it's good that's good is there a way to like lower this yeah just pull it straight down I don't want to pull it because I don't want to... Hold like on to the hold on to the arm and then pull straight down. There you go. Okay. I didn't want to break anything. No. This is expensive. It is. It's very expensive. No, yeah. I am doing very well. It's good to see the sun out. It's yeah. good to see people outside enjoying yeah. the, uh, the warm weather after it, what feels like a long... Winter? A long winter. Well, it's not really winter because it was just all cold and yeah. dreary and cloudy and... So it's good to finally see the sun out. It is. Now I just need to get outside and enjoy it. Yeah. You just got to cancel classes. I, I should, but I can't. Uh, I well, can't you could have fa- outside class. Sure. We'll bring the lab. We'll bring the digital lab outside. We'll bring all the Macs outside. We can do that. <laughs> we won't break anything. No. We just set it on the grass. Less likely to shatter. This is true. Yeah. Um, I was going to find some topics. You're going to do a lot of editing. I know. You're going to be cutting out a lot of people. It's okay because it's a learning experience. See, there you go. Um, I'm not really sure what I'm going to talk to you about today. But since my topic is about young adults, you could tell us about your young adult experience uh, however long ago. My <laughs> young adult experience like forever ago? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you, you want to, like, college? I mean, it could be just college, life in general. Um, I mean, I think it was, I've been thinking about this a lot because somebody brought it up and said that, you know, um, young people have a lot more stresses mm-hmm. these days. There's a lot more um, that is asked of them. They ask a lot more of themselves, which I think is totally true. Uh, I think you guys put a lot of pressure on each other or a lot of pressure on yourselves. But there's also, I think, a lot of pressure put on you, not just academically, but socially, and you have to be involved in all these different things. I don't know if that was necessarily the case when I was in college. It's not like we had nothing to do. Um but I don't think we felt the stress. I remember feeling, you know, some stress in college about different things, but I don't remember feeling a ton of stress. I remember senior year um, when I was looking for a job, that was unbelievably stressful, sending out portfolios um, and then not getting responses and then sending out more portfolios and calling editors. That was the big stress, but I never really felt like that pressure to you have to be in this club and you should be in that club and you should be doing this and you should be doing that. It was just whatever you decided to do was what you should were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe that was just me. Maybe I was, you know, a little bit different than everybody else, but I just never really felt that huge amount. And I think that's different now for you guys. I kind of feel like there is a lot of like pressure on us now, but I mean, I feel like it's really what you think is best for yourself. Like, I'm not involved in a lot of, well, I'm I'm in, like, a couple clubs here and there, but, like, I don't see the need to be involved in, like, an honor society mm-hmm. or this or that just to, like, rack up achievements on, like, a resume or even just socially. So, like, I'm just kind of, like, um, 
before I really wasn't doing anything. So like now I'm getting more into like trying different things out. Like I'm in a one one of the clubs I'm in is uh, the FCA, and I'm like the vice president in that club. So okay. like that's my first time doing something in like a leadership role, which is nice. But I've never felt like I've never felt the need though to ever. Um, take on a whole lot of things just to get like recognition for it or to feel like, um, I don't know, maybe just the recognition or just, yeah, I think, purpose. I think you're right there. I think there is a, a thought that I have to do this because it's going to look good on my resume or I have to do this because it's going to get me into a college. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, or I have to do this because it's going to help me get a job. Mm. You going to that interview and, you know, speaking eloquently and being able to talk in a, in a mature, honest way, that's what gets you a job. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, most employers aren't going to look and go, Oh, they were a member of this club and Oh, right. they did that club. And if you want to do that, that's fine. But do it because it's you want to do it. Mm. Do it because it's something that you're interested in doing. I don't think you should get involved in something just because you think it's going to get you something yeah. somewhere down the line. Yeah. Um, that's just not the right reasons to do it. Yeah. You know, I know um, a lot, uh, not a lot, but I've heard like some, you know, here, there, and everywhere that, you know, people, you know, I want to do this because it's going to get me a, a rope, you know, yeah, for I don't graduation, like or it's going to get me this, or it's going to get me a pin. Like, who cares, you know? So the person next to you has, you know, four different ropes because they were involved in sports and a club and this and that, and you know, that good for them. That's fantastic. But you don't compare yourself to them. Compare yourself to you. You're the only person you should be comparing yourself to. Yeah. They do that in high schools, too. That's how my high school was. They had, like, cords and, like, the girls had their, like, because I went to a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. It was all girls, and they had, like, they had their, uh, what do you call it? Like, their sashes for right. their societies and mm -hmm. everything. I didn't have any of that, but it really didn't bother me at all. Like, they had, um, we had a graduation, but, like, I think the day before graduation, they have, like, um, I forgot what they call baccalaureate, something like that. Like a recognition. Yeah, yeah like they a have recognition like, you know, kind of yeah. event. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. Salutatorium, I, baccalaureate, and what are all the, there's like three of them I'm that sure. are the, like the tops of class. I can't remember. I think we had the baccalaureate. Yeah. And yeah. like people, that's where we kind of had like our, they had like caps and gowns for that. Right. So like people had their cords and all this. And I was just like, okay, like. It's nice, like, to recognize people who, you know, they're working hard and everything. Right. But I don't know. Then the rest of us who don't have all this going on, you try not to compare yourself. Because, I, I mean, sometimes it can be hard, though. You look at all, like, their achievements, and then you're trying to feel like you feel like the achievements you have are less than or – but I say to each their own, like, yeah. as far as what you get involved with. So Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know my, um, I can't remember what it was, like my daughter, like National Honor Society mm -hmm. in high school. She didn't, she didn't get into National Honor Society. She was a straight A student, mm -hmm. never got a B. But there was some, she was, oh, she wasn't involved in enough clubs. Mm -hmm. That was the reason why she didn't get into National Honor Society, was she wasn't involved in any clubs. And she felt really bad. She's like, oh, I didn't get it because I wasn't. I'm like, did you want to be involved in a club? She's like, well, no, not really. I'm like, well, don't join a club because you're going to get into National Honor Society. Yeah. You know, it's nice to be in National Honor Society, and you have everything it takes to be in National Honor Society. But, you know, what is that piece of paper going to do? You know, um, it's not going to change anything on your transcript, maybe a little bit. But for her, it didn't change anything going to college. You know, she's. She had straight A's. She was an all AP. Um, she was smart as a whip. And she interviewed well. That was a thing. She went and she was honest, um, you know, maybe a little bit vulnerable, maybe a little bit nervous. But talking to the admissions counselors, that's what they said they liked about her, mm -hmm. that she was somebody that was honest and they c felt like she was like a genuine person. Mm 
Yeah, that's what you need. Just genuine, genuine, being genuine yeah. and honesty. That'll get you farther than anything else. Because if you put on like a face, they can see that. Even if, even if it's not yeah. right away down the road, they can tell. So. Yep. Yeah. And the thing, and the reason why is because we've all been there before, mm. you know, especially like for somebody, you know, like me or even in admissions, they, they know if you're being genuine or not, you know, we, we're pretty smart people, you know, we've been, you know, we've been around the bend before, so to speak. And, you know, we've gone through college and we've made those excuses and yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I'm trying to think besides working for. The school newspaper, which was almost a, a, a 40 hour a week job in and of itself. I don't think I was in any other clubs in, in college. Um, high school, I mean, I was, a, I was a gymnast in high school, student newspaper in high school. That's about it. You said a gymnast? Oh, yeah. What's, what do you mean? I was a high school gymnast. You didn't know that? No. I was a high school All American. So, what do you mean, gymnast? Like gymnastics? Gymnastics, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, how'd you get into that? Um, I had a lot of energy as a small child, um, and I played hockey for a while. I think I played hockey until I was like nine or ten, maybe eleven. Um, but it just got to be too expensive, mm. and I was too skinny, as you can tell. Um, so my parents uh, put me in gymnastics, and I fell in love with it. Jim Connor uh, is what it was. I think I was nine years old, and I just fell in love with it, uh, and did gymnastics all the way through high school um i was supposed to go um to college on a gymnastics scholarship i was supposed to go to oklahoma state um but my junior year in high school um the day before valentine's day i was working for uh, a florist and i was delivering flowers and i got hit by a drunk driver um and kind of messed myself up pretty pretty bad um and after that i wasn't a hundred percent physically and i knew that there was no way i could pass a college physical so i went a different direction mm. and i went and like oklahoma state was i'm gonna go do this to be a gymnast and you know being a writer and working for a newspaper would be secondary secondary so uh, my other my second choice after that was winona state university uh, which is in minnesota um, and they had a gymnastics team but it wasn't as, you know, not Oklahoma State. But they had a really good journalism program. So my decisions got made for me. Looking back on that, you know, now, um, I'm glad. I don't want to say I'm glad that happened, but I think it was a blessing in disguise. Because going to Winona State and focusing more on journalism in the career in photography I don't think I would have done that at Oklahoma State um, I think I would have gone someplace different and plus you know just going through gymnastics is a tough sport you know it's physically brutal on your body and on your joints and I feel it now you know um, not saying that I'm you know a wreck but I'm I'm, I'm kind of a wreck <laughs> physically <laughs> I try not to let that out or even like let myself, I, I'm in denial mm. most of the time. Yeah. But you're, I mean, you're physically active. I try to be. You know? I do uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. outside of school. I didn't play, a sp I played a sport in high school. Like I did track for like three and a half years. Okay. And then I did soccer for a year. I didn't know you played soccer. Just for a year. Like my sophomore year, I did it. I was a midfielder. Why'd you quit? I, I just wasn't really interested in it like that. Like, my school had closed down, mm -hmm. so, like, I went to a different one. And I think they had a soccer program, but I just wasn't interested in it. I think originally I had did it because my friends were on the team and uh, stuff like that, so. That's all right. Yeah, but jujitsu, I've been doing that How did you get into that? Ju what? Yeah. Jujitsu? Yeah, martial I arts. I did it, um, I think it was, it was, like, six years ago, I think now, but... Sometime after my freshman year of high school, I just wanted to, like, do something. And I have been, like, asking my mom all the time, like, for different things I could do. Like, I used to ask her, like, if I could do, like, motocross or something like that. <laughs> I'm being serious. Are you serious? Yeah. And she would always, <laughs> she would always say no. <laughs> but I would always Good be like. Good for your mom. <laughs> I just wanted to do something, like, 
different or just get involved in something besides, okay. I don't know, I just wasn't involved in much um, until I got to high school. But then I went to this gym that was down the street from my house and I just enjoyed it and I just kept going and going. Um, and I still train now. It's just not as consistently, like since I'm in school, like since right. I've been in college, I only train like really during the summer or during like we, when we have school breaks okay. and all. But it's one of my favorite things to do. I think that's the only reason I do stay in shape. Well, it originally, the only reason I would like stay in shape, like go to the gym was for jujitsu. Like everything was centered on being in shape for that. What is it that you like about it? Is it the adrenaline? Is it the physical that you're pushing your, yourself? Because it's, you know, it's pretty demanding. It's a mixture. I like the physical aspect of it. And there's so much also that you can learn because like we'll spend a week. Um, I'm trying to see how I can explain this. Like, well, we can spend a week drilling like a certain position. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say we're uh, I'm trying to think of a good one. We can um, be drilling like side control. Okay. I don't know if you know. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I'll. So you could be drilling like something from side control. We could be doing. Um, how to get in the position, how to transition from there to another position, how to get like a submission from there, different things like that. And I mean, I would say like it kind of builds up over time because you're learning every day. You're learning something new. And I'll have like these moments where I'm like drilling and, you know, you're constantly doing the same thing over and over. I can give a better example. I like to do triangle chokes on people. So like I like to use your legs and yeah hook around and everything that's one of my favorite submissions either that or bow and arrow chokes but for the triangle chokes um you know you can routinely you, please never demonstrate this for me i can show you <laughs> not on you but i can show you on somebody yeah. else but um you can repeatedly do the same mo motions over and over or drill it from different positions or variations and you can like you'll g get it on somebody when you're like sparring, mm -hmm. you know, later in the day or like a couple months down the road or so, or a month in or so. And you just automatically hit it. It's like your brain just it's like muscle memory, muscle memory. Yep. And it feels so good. Like I feel yeah. so happy sometimes when I get something that I've been working on for like months or weeks, because then it's like, Oh, it's, in, it's like in my brain now I can just do it. And sometimes I have those kind of moments where like, like I'll maybe be training with one of my partners and I'll try to shoot for a triangle, but I can't get it. But then I can switch to something else and all of it, it just keeps going. Like it just clicks, clicks, clicks. Like it's almost like I don't have to think about it. Right. Like you just switch it from one thing to the other. So I definitely like that aspect of like you're learning um, different positions and you're building on top of those things. So do you think there that there's any like correlation to like working that into like everyday life? I think so because you have to it's just like anything else like you give time to it, you have to be disciplined within it. Like if you're doing jujitsu and you do competition within jujitsu, you're going to be doing certain things um to stay in shape for that. Right. Like if you know you have a competition like I'm I probably weigh about 125 pounds right now, but usually That's cuz you're a rock yeah. solid muscle now i am <laughs> i'm not i wasn't like this all the time but i usually fight as i think a featherweight and a featherweight for women is about 118 or so okay. so usually i would cut weight to get there so i you know if i have a competition today's the 12th and it's let's say it's next month on the 12th yeah. then i need to be serious about you know disciplining myself and cutting that weight down or also just training to get ready for that as well. Um, I forgot what your question was. No, the correlation to life, you know, like learning those moves and muscle memory mm -hmm. and be and having the discipline. Do you feel like that, you know, somehow can be brought into like how you go about your everyday life? Cause I think there is, you know, confidence, Mm -hmm. in what you're doing it's knowing you know not knowing what's going to come next but mm -hmm. knowing that you're going to be able to handle that in some way mm -hmm. because you've been there before mm -hmm. um you know not freaking out if something presents itself to you that you're 
not sure how to handle. Like working under pressure, definitely. That's yeah. one because going back to what you said about, you know, something happening that you're not expecting that happens all the time in life exactly so that's what i mean and i would imagine you're like oh this is what's going to happen you're like what i didn't think they were gonna you know do yeah. that and you can't just blank on it you mm-hmm. got to figure out how to deal with it it's not always easy in life though it's a lot easier obviously with jujitsu but it's a process like working it from sure. that, from the mats to everyday life. In some areas, it is easier. Like the confidence aspect, I'm getting there with that because like on the mats, I have confidence in myself. Like yeah. I know what I'm doing. But then when I get, but that's when I'm training with my team. When I get like to a competition, I feel like I blank. Like I uh. really feel like I just like, it's like, I feel like I don't know what's going on. Do you or think that's pressure? Are you putting pressure on yourself? I put pressure on myself. Like, even though, like, I have my teammates there to support me and everything, I just can't. I'm trying to get better at it, and I haven't competed in a while, but I just have this thing where I feel like I just, it's like a mental blockage. I can't step over that. Yeah. Like, I'll be competing, and there'll be a somehow, like, you know, something that I can do. There's obviously, like, a spot, so to speak, where, you know, you can do something and I'm just standing there like I'm not moving or I'm not doing what I should be doing and I let the other person win and I've and it's been like that for years which which sucks but I'm trying to get better at it well and that's the whole point I'm trying to get better at it Mm -hmm. well not trying I'm working to get better at it and that's um so you know I coached youth soccer for a long time I actually stopped this year because I'm too busy but I would always have, when we were working on moves, you know, we worked on, you know, different specific moves during practice. And I would have players say, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it, Coach Jim. I can't do it. And I said, well, you haven't finished your sentence. And they're like, what are you talking about? He said, I can't do it yet because you're going to keep working on it. And sooner or later, you're going to get it. You know, and, you know, to say, oh, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. All right, go home. Bye. See you later. That's not going to work. You know, it doesn't work in, you know, jujitsu. It doesn't work in soccer. It doesn't work in, in life. Ah, I can't do that. You know, can't adult. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. So it'll work. It'll happen. And even, you know, we're still trying to figure it out as adults. You know, we may seem confident and, you know, reassured and all that stuff, but we're faking it just like you guys are. Yeah. We just put on a, you know. We have more life experiences, so we have more to, like, you know, deal from or pull from. But you guys will get there. It'll happen. I think I can also say for ju- within jujitsu, at least um, it exposes you to a lot of different people, which makes you more comfortable, at least makes me more comfortable with, like, talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like, my teammates, for the most part, are mostly men, and they're, like – they're like your age, they're younger, they're older. Like, right. I mean, my coach, he's about, he's probably in his 30s, but he's like 6'2, 190. Like, I and deal you, and with. And you kick his butt every time you guys get on the match. <laughs> no, <together>. I try. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, I just, within jujitsu, though, like, it's really exposed me to all of these different people, which I wouldn't have never come yeah. into contact with or talked to. Like, I think that's what makes it so unique as well because it's not like, you know, if you're on a soccer team, you're going to be on a soccer team with all uh, – me, I would be with all girls with all most girls. likely, mm-hmm. and they're all the same – around the same age as me. But this is more like there's people my age and size and color, and then there's older people with different races, yeah. religions, all of that, and we all just come together, and we train and get along and respect one another, so – we all just get along and respect each other. God, why is that so hard? Why mm. for some people? On the mats, it's easy you know, at least. All right, maybe we start bringing mats out. I don't know. People are iffy. Yeah. No, I like that. I think I think that's a good thing that um, you're, I mean, I don't think you're doing it intentionally, but you're you're accepting of the fact that, hey, there's all these different people. I can probably learn something from them. Yeah. And they're learning stuff from you at the same time because mm. you're in there. Mm. You know? Mm. That's really cool. Mm. I like that. Mm. And I think that's why I like teaching because, you know, I get people from all different backgrounds and I learn something from them all the time. 
I learned just the other day that the printing press was not invented in Germany by Johann Gutenberg. You're Some welcome. smart person told me that it was invented 600 years earlier earlier in China. Yeah. I got that from watching a documentary on YouTube. Well, my mom was watching it, and then I came in the room and I was watching it too. And get pulled in. Yeah. But I'm glad I learned that. So. Yeah, it's good, useless knowledge, as we call it. It's, it's like, like you'll always find like some moment that you can share. It'll randomly come up in a conversation. like Or on a podcast. Yeah. It might come up in a podcast. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Hit me with more questions. I'm trying to. <coughs> you know what I actually used on my last podcast? Um, when I had Jesse and her friend Jasmine here, mm -hmm. um, I have this card game in my bag that's called We're Not Really Strangers, and you pull from it, and you ask somebody a question. So, like, our podcast, we sat here for, like, an hour, and, like, we were going through a couple of those, and that's what we were able to base our conversation off of. You want to pull a card? I'm going to pull a card for you. Okay, pull a card for me. Oh, careful. No, you hit the mic. Just be careful when you go back that you don't. Try not to. I just don't want it getting yanked off the wall over there. Like I saw this game on like TikTok. Mm -hmm. I mean, I try not to go on TikTok. You I know you're on it a lot. I'm not. I I only. You know, I've ne I've never been on TikTok. Don't get on it. It's not. No. It's not worth it. Yeah. I only I'm go on, on Twitter and Instagram, and that's enough for me. <laughs> I only get on there for like I follow some like photographers or videographers mm -hmm. that make content and post it on there so Who about reddit my kids are I like totally reddit. into reddit my kids are totally into i try it. to ask people about reddit all the time and majority of them say that they don't yeah. use it but have you listened to nick's podcast i have not i'm trying to get to everybody's podcast in our class i'd like to hear what everyone's is about i've heard only a couple like minutes of um nick's is really good and now i'm blanking on what it's called the misleading misleading and you should also let your listeners know that they can find your podcast and any other podcast produced by hood college podcasting students on apple podcasts mm -hmm. they just have to search for hcb studios yeah. and anybody's podcast will come up like if i go to my let me see we have how many I think we have over 50 episodes. Has everyone uploaded at least one? No. Okay. I was just curious. There are several people who are way behind. It's not good. And I don't get it. See all episodes. Well, we have a lot of episodes. And there's a lot of great podcasts on there. Okay, I pulled like two cards for you. All right. Are you going to read them to me? I can. Because right. these questions, like, they can be answered in any kind of way. Um, this is level two. Oh. I'm going to ask, has a stranger ever changed your life? Has a stranger? I'm sure that at some point a stranger has. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any instances where a stranger, well, I mean, you know, getting hit by a drunk driver there, it's a stranger and that completely changed my life. So yeah, <laughs> that was a big one. Completely changed my life. Um, I mean, recently it didn't have to be recent, just in, in, a general I mean, that, sense. yeah, that's, I mean, <coughs> Thinking back on it, that's probably somebody that changed my, you know, my path completely, yeah. you know, and sent me down, a, you know, a course that I had no idea I was going to go down. Yeah. Um, and I probably wouldn't be here. Who knows? You know, it'd be interesting to l like go back and, you know, see what would happen. I always think that would be interesting. You ever think that'd be interesting? Just like you make that life choice. And like, what if I had made a different choice? Like, what if you had made a different choice to go to a different college? 
I think about things like that sometimes. You know. Then it just goes like on. Yeah, and who on. knows where it would go? We're all just you know, it's like a, you know all these different vines and you know avenues and pathways that you can go down. Yeah, I don't know why, but that reminded me. I I got on uh, an airplane for the first time about three weeks ago or so. I for the first time? Yeah, I went to Michigan. I went to Detroit for something for work. So okay. I don't know, but I was just saying though that like. I'm sorry you had to go to Michigan and Detroit for your first flight. I mean, it wasn't a bad area. <laughs> I didn't mind it. But, I mean, being on a plane for the first time, I don't know, my sense of reality. I wish I would have known because, um, well, no, you, don't, you wouldn't have known. Brandon Green was a CMA student a couple years back. I'm trying to figure out how long. And he works for one of the TV stations. He's a sports reporter like an on-air sports reporter for one of the Detroit uh, radio stations. Okay. So he's on all the time covering, you know, pro sports, basketball, college, all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, Brandon was one of those kids where he came in. I'm like, I can't teach you anything. Because he already knew everything? He just or? was very confident. He knew exactly what he wanted to be. Um, you just had to, you know, kind of push him in the right direction. Mm. That he knew, yeah. Mm. I don't have that kind of confidence. You're getting there. You got one. Know, you got another year left, right? Or are you graduating? I, I have one more year after this. So you're a junior right now. Yeah. You got one more year. I still don't know if what I'm doing with communications, though. But you're getting all the skills that you can do almost anything. That's true. I feel you like you could work at a radio station. Mm -hmm. You could be a videographer. You're an amazing editor. As far as video, I don't know editing as far as working for the blue and the gray. You're being exposed to all kinds of different, you know, avenues. I definitely feel like I have a great interest in editing. Like, I, li I like doing that. Like, yeah. I can picture something in my head and have it play out with every sound and, like, mm -hmm. angle, clip, all of that. But I just don't put enough effort into it. Like, I know that I don't. Like, even in my other, like, the visual media classes that we've done in the past. Well, actually, no. The Visual Media 2, my final project for that, I put time into that. And it showed. But I think I, it goes back, all of this feels like it just circles around the word <laughs> confidence. <laughs> but like for that, I have a hard time like being confident that my work is good enough. Like I feel like if other people, when other people look at it, I cringe because then I'm like, uh -huh. oh, like I don't know like what they're thinking. Well, I, that's okay. I think... You know, I think inviting feedback and inviting criticism is a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, because anytime you get feedback, whether it's positive or negative, you're going to take something away from it. You know, and I think for everybody, uh, the, the goal is to do your best. You know, so I think inviting people to be honest and say, yeah, that was good, but, you know, the edit here was sloppy. You know, you, you cut too soon there. You, the audio here wasn't all that great. We should be, you know, say, oh, that's what I want. Instead of going, oh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. And you know I do that with you guys all the time. Mm -hmm. I try and give you, you know, as, as honest feedback as possible because I want you guys to be better. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it, you know. honest feedback, even though sometimes, like, you don't want to hear the negative things that you do, but they still help. Like, in the moment, it's, you don't like hearing it, but then later it like helps you to correct those mistakes and then your work comes mm -hmm. out even better. So Well, and that's, you know, the whole point of being here is to make those mistakes and to say, yes, this wasn't perfect. Now I know next time how to do that better. Mm -hmm. And if nobody tells you that you're making mistakes, you're going to think everything's wonderful and then you get out in the real world and people aren't going to be, you know, they're not going to sugarcoat it. They're going to say, this is bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Redo it. Or this is bad. We're not going to hire you again. Mm -hmm. Th you know, um, coming from a, you know, a freelance background. Um, if somebody doesn't like your work, they're not going to hire you again. You know, if you just don't show up. Mm. Um, you know, that's just the reality of it. Mm. All right. Give me another question. I want to actually go back okay, to go back. This, this conversation. Yeah. Because we were talking about earlier about, like, if this generation or this yeah, this generation has more, like, pressures and all. I feel like one of the things, not it's not a pressure, but more of, like, um, I guess an access 
like how we have like YouTube and things like that. Because I was going to say that like I sometimes I go to YouTube just to like find inspiration for things to like work to do or to edit or it sure. doesn't really matter what it is. You can find almost anything on YouTube. Um, but I follow like there's a couple channels that they make. Um, they kind of make like cinema videos, but they make them out of other videos like they'll make like um, they'll do like almost like visual mashups yeah visual mashups mm -hmm. but they'll like center on certain things like uh there's one channel i follow i think it's called the garo studios and he'll like center in on like his favorite directors or cinematographers or just acting or s whatever the case is yeah. and like i don't know like i watch things like that and then i try to not replicate it the same way but i'll go into like premiere pro with a bunch of clips that i found and try to do similar and it's just like it feels like good practice and i just it, it's it something is. i like to do on my pastime at least no i think that's good learning because um, there's multiple different editing styles mm -hmm. um, and learning how to uh, be confident or even just to implement different editing styles i think is really important because depending on where you're going to work and what kind of work you're going to do you know, your employer or your client might want a specific style. And if you're like, oh, I've never done that before, you know, that might not be a good thing. Yeah. You just got to go figure it out. Yeah. But uh, no, I think you guys do have access to um, a lot of different resources mm -hmm. for pulling uh, on how to get that. And, you know, um, I mean, my, you know, my concentration was still photography. Um, we just had tons of books. We would go over to the library and just, you know, look at tons of photo books. You know, everybody, you know, Ansel Adams had a photo book. Carney Brisson had a photo book. Dorothea Lang, you know, um, all those kind of oh, great masters. Gordon Parks. We would just look through all those books. Now, for you guys, it's, you just have to Google their name, you know, or watch a, you know, um, watch a YouTube or a Vimeo video. But it's still the same. The reason why you're doing it is still the same because you're trying to pull inspiration you know, you're not trying to replicate, you know, I want to do it exactly like he did it, but you're trying to pull inspiration mm -hmm. and that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether it's editing or still photography or listening to podcasts, whatever it may be. Yeah. I like photography more than videography. Do you like still photography more than videography? I do. I like at least as like for work, I feel like I would want to do photography over videography. Like I feel like videography would be something that I do on my free time. Like that okay. would be my creative outlet. Yeah. I like video, but I don't know. I feel like I have more freedom doing what I want with it alone. Like without somebody telling me, yep. not that I wouldn't want someone to, obviously if you're working for someone, but I'd prefer, not, <laughs> I guess I would prefer not. Well, to. you're probably gonna, you're probably going to, you know, well, I can't say a hundred percent, but you're probably, if still photography is your passion, you're probably going to be looking for something that you can create, mm -hmm. you know, um, still photo, uh, still photography for that, for that company. Mm -hmm. But, you know, having the ability to also edit and shoot video is going to make you just as or even you know more valuable as an employee mm. you know if they're like yeah you know all i can do is you know take still photos oh have you ever shot or edited video nah. next. next yeah yeah but um and a good example of that um jake Wynn, who's a former student who now works for visit frederick He's uh, a very good kind of multimedia um, editor. Um, he's very much in the Civil War, but he does a lot of multimedia. But he's also now realizing that, you know, he's going to have to take some good still photos. And he's good at that. He just knows he wants to get better at it. Mm. So, you know, yeah, definitely having the ability to be good at multiple disciplines. Um, is going to make you more valuable and it's going to open up more avenues for jobs, internships. I feel like graphic design is my. Is that your Achilles? Yeah. I, yeah, I am in that same boat. I can't, when it's like, oh, we need a logo. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, Kyle, can you come help me? <laughs> Kyle, come help me with the logo. 
Kahari come out with a logo? Because I just, I blank. I'm like, I don't, I just, I know a good logo when I see it, and I know a good graphic when I see it, but me putting everything together, that's just not my thing. Hmm. Yeah. I still want to learn it. I haven't taken graphic design one, but I still want to have the basics, like understand You should take it. one at least. Just knowing Illustrator and how Illustrator's different than Photoshop, um, I think is important. Okay. I think I can answer this question as well. Okay. Has a stranger ever changed my yeah, life? Yeah, has a stranger ever changed your life? I actually sometimes, well, I there's a, when I go to the bathroom and like, you know how they have the hand dryer? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think about, there's this woman um, when I was little, like when I was in like elementary school, it's kind of embarrassing, but I went, I used to go to the library all the time with my mom. And like I the public library? Yeah, the public library. And one time I like went to the bathroom, but I could not get my belt off. Oh no. So <laughs> I couldn't get to the bathroom and this, and I was, I was little and I was crying and this woman came in and she heard me in the stall and she asked me if I was okay or something. And she like dried my pants oh. under the dryer. And then she like went up to the desk and like told them like what my mom's name was so they could go find my mother mm -hmm. And I don't know, that's always, it's not something that I think about a lot, but recently I was thinking about it. And I feel like that has affected me in the way of just being kind to people. Just like, just simple little things. I mean, that was like, she didn't have to do that, but it, it has stuck with me. It's just, it's in the back of my mind a lot. Like, I don't think about it, but sure. I don't know. When I looked at the hand dryer last week, I was like, oh, like that just came to my mind. But it has like, been a something in me that um wants to be kind to other people and help them in whatever way i can so i think that's really cool Do you, how old were you, were you like I, six I or seven know. i was really young i know i was in elementary school yeah. though yeah no i think we all have like situations where we can like look back on something and go you know yeah this is why i am no i get that yeah. and I it's very cool it is my second question okay. is how are you really? How am I really? <sighs> right now, I'm having a good week. That's good. Um, I was very stressed last week with the TEDx talks. Um, just not d making sure that everything visually came out well, making sure the audio came out well, which it did. But um, I was very stressed all through that uh, experience. Um, and now that I started uh, editing yesterday and looking through stuff, a little bit calm. Um, half and half, like honestly, half and half. You know, I um, I can't say that I'm like depressed, but uh, you know, I still deal with bouts of you know, just feeling icky. Mm. I'm getting, I'm getting there. That's good. I'm getting there. What do you do when you feel like that? If for me, my therapy is going for a walk or going for a hike, taking my camera and just going out and taking photos um, by myself. I can't go with somebody else. It's got to be by myself. But that's and I just I think the reason now why I've just kind of been having these like it's not that I'm like, you know, really, really depressed. I'm just not me is I haven't been able to get out and hike for a while. Um, and I need to. And it's just like the weather's been, you know, the weather's been gray and dreary and depressing. So I've been gray and dreary and depressing. And now that the weather's nice, I need to get out and go for a hike. And, you know, it's kind of my way to like recharge myself creatively. And I'm also stressing a little bit about the end of the semester because I have a lot of the podcasting students who have multiple episodes to upload. And for me, it's, you know, there's 10 students in the class. You guys all have to do five episodes, and they're all about a half hour, 45 minutes long. I have to listen to them all. And if I get them all at once, that's going to stress me out a little bit because I have to listen to every every single one what uh, do you do when you listen to podcasts um listening for good edits you know if there's any you know um kind of clunky edits where somebody's like if somebody's doing internal edits um 
you know, if they're, uh, if you can tell, you should be able to listen to a podcast and not know where an edit took place. And a lot of times you can. I'm also listening for good quality audio um, to making sure that, you know, from start to finish that audio is consistent. That you're being mindful of that when you're, when you're editing. But also just making sure that there's like um, a good flow, you know, and a good pace to the podcast. Like, you know, are people going to want to listen to this? Are people going to be interested um, in that content? You know, and as, you know, as a host, whatever your podcast is, that's your job is to be able to, to dictate that flow and, um, and make sure that it doesn't kind of stall out. What do you, when you're listening to them, are you just sitting and listening or are you doing other things? A little bit of both, depending on what it is. Um, now that we're on Apple Podcasts, I can listen to them in the car. So if I'm driving somewhere and it's going to be, you know, 20 minute, half hour ride, I'll listen to it in the car. Um, but a lot of times I'll, um, put them on at home and, you know, um, I can listen to them like while I'm folding laundry or cleaning the house or, you know, who knows what, but it's kind of hard to do, you know, I'm not going to like listen to a podcast when I go for a hike. Yeah. I won't do that. <laughs> That'll ruin my hike, <laughs> but it's just like anything. Like if you have to watch a video for me, video media production, you kind of have to concentrate and focus mm -hmm. on it i listen to like i like listening to my i was asking where you listen to i like listening to mine in the car mm -hmm. and like just because then it like you're there yeah and the commute is like equal that like if i'm driving from like frederick to baltimore it's like 45 minutes or so one of the shows i listen to is their episodes are about 45 minutes yep. so i i'm in one episode and then when i have to head back i listen to another yeah so i was I was uh, I went up uh, to Pittsburgh over the weekend to go to a hockey game with my niece. So I listened to a couple podcasts on the way up and a couple on the way down. Um, some of them I had already listened to, but I want to listen to them again. I've had those before. You know, uh, and it's it's podcast for students in the class. I just wanted to listen to them again so I can give them uh, better feedback. Um, I don't have any trips planned though <laughs> coming up, so I don't know when I'm going to listen. But if not, I'm just, you know, sitting on the couch listening. And I try, like, while I'm listening, um, I'll, I'll pause and then I'll make some comments in Blackboard and I'll listen and I'll, you know, I'm like, you know, at, you know, at 22 minutes in, you know, this is kind of a weird, awkward edit. Um, or I'll, sometimes it's just like listening through the whole thing and, you know. What are some of your favorite podcasts? My favorite podcast, um, my go-to podcast, uh, well, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, um, which is an NPR, uh, it's a show on NPR that they turn into a podcast, but um, I like Other People's Lives uh, is a good one. Um, Sawbones is a great podcast. It's a medical history podcast, so it's how different ailments have been um, handled through medical history. You know, like how we dealt with, you know, getting a cut or how we dealt with um, food poisoning or how you, you know, all different kinds of things. Um, and it's a it's a husband and wife team. She's a doctor and he's a comedian. Um, and so that's a really good podcast. Um, what are some other podcasts that I listen to? I listen to The Daily every once in a while. A good short podcast Um because the episodes are only um, like 20 minutes to a half hour, um, and it's kind of lighthearted. It's called Everything is Alive. Mm. So it's interviews with inanimate objects. <laughs> so they would interview um, like a balloon, you know, or they would interview a radio station microphone. Like what's it like to be a radio station microphone? Or what's it like to be... Um, a bathroom towel in a guest bedroom, you know, bathroom. So are they doing like descriptions of it? No, it's like actually like, hello, can you tell us who you are? And you would be like, hi, I'm Angelica. I'm uh, a microphone in a broadcast studio. Mm -hmm. So people breathe hot air into me all day long. And I have to listen to them and there's nowhere I can go, you know. And they have different people on. It's hysterical. They'll do... Um, a grain of sand, 
They've done um, like a subway car seat. They've done a pregnancy test. They've done uh, a kid's stuffed animal. All kinds of things. It's really funny. I'm going to have to give it a yeah. listen. You're I don't have too many that I listen to, but I'd like to explore and see. Yeah, Everything is Alive yeah. um, is a very good podcast. Um, what else do I listen to? Um, Safety Third, which is a kind of climbing, uh, rock climbing uh, outdoor adventure one, but I haven't listened to that one in a while. And then there's a, a National Parks After Dark is a really good podcast. Um, it's just like people's stories about strange things that have happened to them um, at national parks. Um, not necessarily PG rated, <laughs> but it's such a good podcast. Too. What's your What's your go to? Um, well, I actually listen to one financial one. You ever heard of Dave Ramsey? No. Oh, okay. He has a channel or he has a podcast station, but he comes on the radio too. It's called The Ramsey Show, but he gives like financial advice. Like people call in all the time asking about, um, you know, they might say how much in debt they're in and, mm -hmm. or they call and they essentially like they'll share their stories as well. They're either asking for help or sharing how, like, I think he's, he, he's like a financial advisor, but he um, also has like a, a plan set up too of like how you can get out of debt so to speak um and people call in all the time like sometimes i hear people call in who are recent college graduates like i've been listening to it since i was a bit like in really? high school okay but um i i mean i feel like i benefit off of it because people call in and they'll like one time there was a woman who called in and she was asking if she should she had just graduated college and I think she had gotten a job. Maybe she was in IT or something like that. And she had a job starting off at like 90K a, a year. But she was calling to ask if she should be giving money to her parents um, because her, she had a brother that was disabled. Okay. Or I think he had an intellectual disability. But she was saying like if she should give money back to her parents um, just because they put so much out um, for her to go to school. Um, so, like, it's questions wow. like that, but it's also um, people sharing, like, how they did it, like how they paid off their car, how they paid off their house by the way that they saved their money and things like that. So I find it beneficial because I know, like, finances aren't anything to play with like mm -hmm. i am building credit myself with a car and a credit card and stuff like that yep. like i pay my bills and you know it's definitely i'm learning but i'm also very much like i see i've seen like what's happened to other people like not young people but people who are older and i don't want to end up in those kinds of situations financially so i try to yep. I not play with my money and manage it correctly make sure you know my money for my bills is it's mm -hmm. there and you know whatever i want to spend i yep. make a budget yeah figure out what's important necessities you know food gas bills mm -hmm. um and then it's you know you're never too young to start putting money away mm -hmm. you know 20 bucks a month in the savings 10 bucks a month in the savings mm -hmm. whatever I, I mean i'm not the best at saving i'll be honest but Make I, it a priority. I make it a priority, though, to pay my bills. But well, yeah, you I should. need to have the money all the time to yes. do that, you know, without worrying yeah. about it. And I, you know, I'll hear students, they'll be like, oh, man, you know, I got a little extra money. I'm going to go out and buy this. It's like, no, when you have a little extra money, how about you put it away? <laughs> it's like my you mom. Know? Put it away so, you know, when the time comes that you need, you know, um, a new tire because you got a flat or you need a new washing machine because it's gone belly up or you whatever it may be or you have a medical bill that's what that's for mm. you know i probably wasn't good at it when i was uh, a little kid but i you know i'm better at it now i always try to sh my mom always tells me to save for a rainy day well so. that's what that is it's safe for the unexpected save for the things that you have no idea that they're going to come and, you know, they're going to hit you and be like, oh, guess what? Now I got to do this. Yeah. Yep. Very, very smart that you are you are doing that. I'm trying to. But the other podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me some other ones. I listen to uh, the Unashamed podcast with Phil and Jace Robertson. I really enjoy it. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of. Have you heard of Duck Dynasty? I have. So I watched it for a while and then they kind of he 
the elder guy kind of turned me off a little bit with some of his yeah uh, some of his views on um, people who are gay and people who are lesbian and transgender. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of got turned off a little bit. Yeah, so they have a podcast that the elder, the father, mm-hmm. and like two of the sons. It's yeah, it says Phil and Jace Robertson, but they have another brother. The older one is in there too. But I enjoy their podcast. Like I, I mean, I watched the show when I was younger, but like I didn't know that they had a podcast. And this is actually how I found podcasts. Like I didn't know okay. what a podcast was until I somehow stumbled upon. I was like, oh, what's this? And I played it, and I've been listening to it. I mean, they share their faith. And it, I, I enjoy it because I share the same faith as them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also they've got uh, they share like you know their duck hunting and all this other stuff. But well, also that's how they yeah they made their money making duck calls, right? Yeah, Isn't but the they also yeah. yeah, but they've also got like just sharing experiences of life and people. So yeah. I find it wholesome. It's a good show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I may have to. I'm, I'm gonna look them up. We'll see. Yeah. But I don't think I listen to anything else outside of those. I mean, they're saying. Well, you got a couple. Yeah. There's another show called Whoa, That's Good podcast. I enjoy Whoa, That's Good? Yeah, like Whoa, like W H O A in all caps. And Did you ever listen to any of the uh, the serial podcasts? No. Because those are I, pretty good. I heard, of, I heard about them, but I didn't listen to any. I, I like Dateline. They have a podcast, but I like watching that on TV. Yeah. There's a great, um, I think it's the third installment of of Serial. It's called Mm -hmm. S-Town. It basically stands for Shit Town. Mm -hmm. And I think, I'm trying to remember how many different episodes there were. Um, I can't remember, but it was was really good. But yeah, um, so Serial, yeah. I know Spotify has some good play, good uh, podcasts on there. I've what heard. else do I listen to? Uh, Everything is live. Um, Safety third. Ten frames per second. I didn't really like that that much. But yeah, S Town is a really good podcast. Okay. It's just S Town. S dash Town. Okay. Came out in 2017. Hmm. It's basically just. I think it's like seven or eight episodes. Okay. It's like a long term kind of documentary, and then the original. Was the one about um, the uh, the guy who gets accused of killing his girlfriend in Baltimore? Okay, I know. Dumping that one. the body in Lincoln Park. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was really good. Yeah, Sarah Koenig, Koenig, Koenig. Uh, I can't remember. That was the original. Mm. That's good. Any good shows you'd recommend? I'm still watching like TV the marvelous shows? Miss Maisel right now. Are you? Um, yeah. We just finished. Um, the second episode. Mm. Did you finish? Where are you at? I'm on episode two. Okay. Of I season mean, four. Okay. So it's the last. That's, is that the, that's the last season, right? Mm-hmm. So you just started the, the yeah. last season. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, Kate and I, Kate's my daughter, uh, who lives at home until she can find an affordable place to live, which there isn't any, there are none anywhere. Uh, we're re re watching you. I I finished that, yeah. So I watched the first two. Is it two epi- two seasons or is it three? I think it's three seasons. It might be. I don't know. But we started rewatching that. Um, what else did we watch? Uh, we watched the fabulous Mrs. Maisel. Um, Fleabag was a good series. If you want to watch a really good uh, show on Netflix, watch uh, My Octopus Teacher. I've, I'm in the middle of watching that. I haven't finished it yet. How do you good. not? <laughs> I have how did you stop watching it? I'm like, oh my God. It's it's really cute. Maybe I'll finish it today. You have to finish <laughs> watching it. I cried. I will watch it. I cried a little bit. <laughs> I do like documentaries, though. I love I, do. I love a good documentary. I, I remember watching one um, I shared with the with Jesse and the other girl, um, Jasmine, when they were mm-hmm. here. Um, there's a documentary, documentary called They Shall Not Grow Old. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it. It's mm-hmm. about World War One, So it's a documentary, but it's I really like the way it was done. It's done using, like, audio from interviews with actual, so, I guess, soldiers or yeah. people who experienced it and, like, the photos 
and video that they have and they've colorized it and i just like the way that mm. they put it together like it's almost like the people of that time were telling their story like they were able to make that happen just by using the audio the visual elements all of that putting it together and just yeah it's i think it's a really know, it's I'm, my I'm a sucker for a good documentary usually it's like a good adventure documentary mm-hmm. um there's a documentary called The Dawn Wall. It's a rock climbing uh, one about this guy who does this uh, pretty miraculous uh, rock climb. Is it the Yosemite. one without the, he didn't have on any? It's it, That's Free Solo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this was before Free Solo, but it's kind of the same type of thing. I've watched both of them. I like The Dawn Wall better, mm-hmm. even though Free Solo got a lot more publicity. Um, what are the documentaries? Um, I've watched like documentaries up, you know, about bands um, that I grew up listening to. Those are always good. Do you have a favorite band? A favorite band? Probably Talking Heads is my favorite band. Um, yeah. And that's a good documentary. The documentary "Stop Making Sense" is a good documentary. It's about their. It's mo- it's mostly concert footage. Um, I'm trying to think. I haven't watched a lot lately. Oh, what was? Th- trying to remember the one that I was just watching. I stopped watching just because I for, I didn't have time, and I can't remember now. I'm blanking. That's okay. Um, I did watch Bridgerton. I watched the first season, I mostly because so I had something to talk to my students about because everybody was watching it, um, and it was something that we could talk about in class. I haven't got into the second episode yet. And then Kate and I watched, um, well, she watched all of the Game of Thrones. Oh, Witcher, The Witcher. I haven't watched it. Yeah. These are mostly like shows that, you know, some of them are shows that my daughter recommends. Um, but I found you. Um, that was a good one. Um, Fleabag was a good one. I think that's on Amazon Prime. Um, that's a little off color. Um, but it's still pretty funny. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have time because I have to listen to my podcast all the time. Oh. That's all I'm doing. Well, sorry. We're just <laughs> trying to make good content for you. I know. Yeah. I do like this podcasting class, though. Like, I don't think it was anything that I was expecting, mm-hmm. but I'm a lot more comfortable behind the mic. I'm one of those people that, you know, you hear your voice played back and yep. you're like, oh, but the more Are I Are you do used to it, it now? Are I'm, you used I'm to used your voice? I'm used to it. Yeah. And I'm more like. Because that's how we all hear you. You, when you're listening to your voice, that's how we all hear you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes so you can be like, you, I like, hate oh. my voice. I'm like, well, we've been, that's how we hear you all the time. And we haven't said anything. You haven't said anything. We, we haven't said anything. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's somebody's voice. It's like their name. Like you can't make fun of somebody's voice or their name because it's not their fault. Yeah. Or where they're from. You right. know, it's like you grew up where? <laughs> it's like, that's not, <laughs> wasn't their choice. Yeah. Blame their parents. definitely um i try to like write my episodes out though um which i haven't recorded any of those yet now you gotta get on it i've had these freehand ones with you and (laughs) jesse sometimes those are better though they are sometimes just like you know spontaneous moments Mm -hmm. um make the best content yeah you know and that's we talk about that in classes have an outline but don't have it so structured where like if it does go in a different direction you don't know what to do mm-hmm. so you have to be ready for that just like life right mm-hmm. so sometimes your podcast goes in a different direction you got to go all right this is where it's going now let's yeah. go down that road yeah and wing it yeah this has been a good podcast i appreciate I've having you on thank you very much yeah good i appreciate it uh, i'm gonna be this is gonna be fun listening to you know how you edit this all together if i edit it you better you know, I might just leave it as it is because that, that. I feel like that's the most authentic version. I think there's some stuff that you can uh, cut out there. What part? Well, the whole like, you know. Oh, yeah, I can cut that Going part. in your bag and, you know, some other parts in there that well, you're going to have to listen to it, too. I can leave that in. Make them <laughs> guess, like, what is she rummaging through? Her book bag. A Her box book. on the shelf. Something. Leave it up for them to figure out, like a trivia question of the week. Yeah. Not like they're going to read the description, but... They might. Yeah. I don't you never know. I need to write a description out. You don't have one? No. I didn't have a, any 
I just had my show intro. Yeah. Or my we'll put show it in there because when we when it's up on Apple Podcasts, we need something for the description. Mm-hmm. You know what really gets me with podcasts though, mm. or like any format, is like a good title. Like if there's a good title, I will be interested enough to click play and find out what that's about. You know, I like a unique title, not just. I wonder if that's like compl- we have. To, I'll have to ask people who listen to podcasts. That would be. An interesting question to ask is how do you decide on what podcast to listen to? Is it like, oh, somebody suggested this to me or I read a review or is it, you know, mm-hmm. I like the name. Yeah, I just click play if I see something interesting and I'll give it a listen yeah. if I like it and keep listening. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm going to have to check out your podcast though. The Inanimate Objects, I yep. really like Everything is Alive is pretty funny. I'm yeah. going to check that out. It's yeah. a good one. Well, thank you, Professor, for coming on my podcast. You are welcome. Yeah. Can I plug my podcast in your podcast? Of course. Go ahead. So when you're not listening here, you can go to my podcast, which is Get to Know a Blazer, and it's a in-depth yet lighthearted interview podcast where I get to know a little bit more about the people that inhabit our campus. Because we really don't, like, how much do you know about Liz Atwood? I don't. Yeah. Outside of how do you much do you know about, you know, the president of the college, or anybody else? We really don't know. Like, where did they grow up? You know, what's the coolest thing they did on vacation? You know, um, you know, if they were going to, you know, um, get a candy bar, what would it be? You know, all kinds of different things like that. So it's a fun podcast. I just recently interviewed Catherine Orloff. So that was a really good podcast. She's a great She's professor. She's got a great backstory. Mm-hmm. So yeah. does Jay Harrison. I've had both of them as professors. Yeah. So I've interviewed both of them. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Doreen Jarvis is going to be my next one because she's leaving. Mm-hmm. She's retiring. So I'm going to get her before she retires. Okay. Yeah. Well, be sure to check out Get to Know a Blazer with Tim Jacobson. But listen to some more episodes of Somewhere Behind the Mic. As they come out. Yes. Thank you. All right. See you later. Thank you for being on my podcast. Oh, we're still recording. You got to hit the green one. Hit the green button.